Get Heavy Podcast, hosted by Craig Casamas and John Scheimer. Wait, when you do this podcast, it's just going to be audio? No, yeah, it's video, too. It's video, oh, too. Okay, cool. Yeah, I, I, we, I was trying to take bets to see if you were going to have a sleeveless shirt on or not, dude. Dude. <laughs> I figured, the, I figured the guns might be out at home, dude. I don't you know. know what I mean. Dude, I, I, man, I was thinking about it, but yeah, I have this. I had this toothpaste stain right here, and I was trying to get it out, though. That was such a. I appreciate you going the extra mile. I wanted to look. I want to. You know what? You want to give that real? Give that. Give that real dad brains look That's with right, the, baby. the toothpaste. You need to puke on your shirt. Toothpaste right there. Well, welcome to the podcast, buddy. I'm stoked, man. You've been. Um, I've been hounding I've been, you for months. Yeah, I, I don't even know what a podcast is, dude. I listen to like one. I what? listen to yours, like uh, I I listen to one of yours with Roger, and I listen to one of Zach's, and that's all I've ever listened to. I'm really you don't listen to them at all. Nah, dude. No, I mean, I, I I listen I listen to Dateline on podcasts. <laughs> I literally I literally I listen to Dateline. That that's that's who I am. Like uh-huh. you know when I, when I'm escaping music. I fucking go, to, go Dateline. to Dateline. Yeah, literally. <laughs> like, you know, okay, so before you got here, uh-huh. I was listening to Dateline, answering emails, and I was like, you know what? I got to put on Drop Dead before Craig gets here. Because if Craig walks you. in, Craig walks in, and I'm listening to, like, Karen being murdered on the Buffalo Flats, yeah. you know? Informational murder porn. That's what South Park called it, dude. What the heck? All those like true true crime. But Dateline is a different thing, and it's just and it's literally just the audio version of the television show. (laughs) So I'm just listening to the television. That's the OG informational murder porn, though. It's pretty, you know. It's been pretty funny. It's you know because sometimes I catch, I I'm like I'll be watching it at home, and I'll be like, oh, I've listened to this one. (laughs) I've already heard this. Anyways, do you guys do something different in your face? You you shaved. I yeah, got, I got a, I got got a mustache. mustache. I got a mustache too. But you look good. Yeah, thanks, man. He looks good. No, like, I've been trying to get him to keep it. Thanks. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I got a haircut. My wife said that she has to look at me, and my hair had to go. And I was like, "Well, you got to look at me, so my hair's got to go." That's fine. Go. Well, she does cut hair, right? She does cut hair. Yeah, but she makes yeah. him schedule an appointment. I literally have to schedule an appointment to get my fucking hair done. We have a hair salon in our garage, and I have to schedule an appointment <laughs> to get my hair done. Yep, dude, I do my hair in the garage too. My wife cuts my hair, but I, it's just it's 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 kind of you need a skill, dude. You know what I mean? Like oh, you know, I'm just having her yeah. shave the sides of my head. I'm just like, don't try to cut the top. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, all of a sudden you got a Jose Canseco, dude. <laughs> See, out of out of out of all the men, out of, out of all the men in my family, I have the most hair. Mm. So I just kind of keep rocking it. I'm just kind of like like, and it's going. You yeah. know, my hair is like fading. Yeah, you know the fifties are gonna be rough. That part that but looks good though. Part's dude. getting wider and wider yeah. daily, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> I got a nice bald spot in the back of my head now, and I'm like, you know what? So, yeah, I don't got that. This, you I'm and John Z. You and John Z. Got that. His is worse. Ooh, man, you guys got that bald that's a good spot one, though, going on. Dog. I tried to do the hymns thing for a while. I was like, this is stupid. Who gives a fuck. What? I quit. Wait, wait, wait. What is it? What was that? It's like hair growth. Like. It's like, it's like, are you fucking I did it, kidding dude. me? I did it for a minute, dude. I got no you way. Like, I'm very self, like, rarely self conscious, oh but I my. did not want a bald spot, dude. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't, and it's, and it's, I did it for like a year, and it didn't make yeah. a shit of it. You did it for a year? Yeah, dude. 
Mm-hmm. That makes me feel good, Craig. I mean, I, you just seem like such a tough guy, and then you're saying you like were like self conscious about something. I, I am self conscious yeah. about any, anything. I'm self conscious about everything. Why do you think I act so tough? Dude? You you thought what do you th- what do you think we were gonna get heavy about? We get heavy yeah. about Craig's fucking thinning hair. That's right, dude. That's hard. Hot that's hard topics hard, over here. Bro. Thin hair, bad mic volumes, fucking the whole deal. Thin you know? hair, wide stomachs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've been slimming down though, bro. I want, dude. I, dude. I got. I am upgraded to a thirty-six pound kettlebell. I'm fucking slinging that shit. Are you? You swinging it? Are you snatching it? Can you do snatches? With I'm it? snatching. I'm swinging. I'm fucking pressing. I'm benching. I'm squatting, bro. Can you do a Turkish getup with it? Not well, but yes. Yeah, I can. You go, we got to do a training session again. I'm For those of you who don't know, Pat is a personal trainer. Pat was a drummer. No motive. Pat is also the singer of the best band on earth, uh, Dad Brains, who <laughs> I'm in. Um, and, uh, but anyway, but uh, you were kind enough to give me a training session and that was my stepping off point for understanding how to, I, it's my favorite exercise, a kettlebell besides uh mountain biking, which is my favorite. Oh, oh, there he is. We lost you. Yeah. We're like cutting out. You were like, you were like, yeah, Yeah. sorry. anyway, but, uh, yeah, I've been, I've been exercising. I've been thinking of Pat the whole time. I've been thinking of you every time. Good form, go slow. You know, yeah, I'll deal. I'm, I'm down like a, almost 20 pounds. Yeah. You know? Wow, dude. I know. I know you can't really tell this podcast is not slimming, but. What is that right there? Like Michelob Ultra? It's yeah. beer. Don't judge yeah, me. It's Michelob, yeah. It's my yeah. cheat day. So I'm on this. So I'm on this diet, right? I'm on this diet. No, I'm, I'm doing really, really now. good. No, intermittent uh, fasting. All the weight's coming off, fasting, but man. all the weight's coming off. <laughs> Here's so to good. that. <laughs> That's too good, dude. Goal. <laughs> anyway, this is this is vodka in here. So. Yeah. There you go. Daddy's got to do it. That's right. Is that your after uh, put the kid to bed? Put the kid to bed. Drink. Yeah. No. Is that really yeah. just straight vodka? That'd be awesome if it was. No. 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 I can't handle that anymore, dude. I fucking my hangovers are too long, man. Dude, the hangovers are real when you get it's, old. It's yeah. so it's, stupid. Dude, we, you know, we hung out for the UFC fight the other day, and I felt like absolute dog shit on Sunday. Yeah. I and I didn't I didn't even think I drank that much. No, we drank a couple of beers. Man. I'm telling you, it's why I keep it on the weed tip, because I don't have those hangovers, man. <laughs> yeah. You know? Dude, I, I look back, like, even touring and stuff, and I'm like, how did I survive that? Or the bands I was on tour with, how did they feel the next day? Like I, you know what I mean? You're like, whoa. Have you never been a drinker? Never really, huh? Yeah, man. Oh, you no, were? Oh, okay. Yeah, All right, dude, big time. Like on on tour a lot. Like not not no motive most like toward the end, but when in the other band, yeah, I started drinking a lot because I didn't have to drive anymore. Really, mm. we had. We what had other band was that? For the, what band uh, was that? For, from Satellite. Oh, that's right. Okay, yeah, I but, have. Okay, go ahead, go ahead. But I have I have a from satellite story. Once after this is done, <laughs> you, oh, no, my, mine's quick. It was just like yeah, I yeah, drinking a lot. So yeah, and but yeah, it was just mostly a lot of beer, a lot of beer, a lot of beer. But you know, I just couldn't imagine drinking that many beers right now. Like you know, eighteen to twenty in a day right now. Like what? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah right, yeah. right. You know, right. with one meal, it's McDonald's. You know yeah, I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so bad. Um. That's, Okay, so what's the story? Okay, so so uh, the it's pro- it's it's probably the first time that me and you really met. But I was living in uh, I was living in New Hampshire 
at this time. And uh, it was when you guys were on tour with Alien Ant Farm. Oh. Okay. So it was when you guys were on tour. It was when you guys were on tour with Alien Ant Farm. And I would go to visit Mugger in Boston. Okay. And, uh, and, and uh, so you guys were coming what? through. You guys were coming through. I knew Armand and all that stuff because I had already lived in Ventura. I didn't know you, though. But, uh, but anyways, you guys played with Alien Ant Farm at uh, Axis, somewhere, somewhere on Lansdowne Street. It was on yeah, Lansdowne Axis. Street. It was yeah, yeah, yeah. Axis. Axis. Was... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was next, next to what became the House of Blues. Yes. It was, like, right there. So, um, so you guys played, and I remember, like, me and Mugger walked in, probably like caught like your last like song and a half, right? Totally did, you know, then saw you guys back, saw, saw you guys backstage and we were like, oh yeah, totally saw the whole set. You know, did the, did the typical like, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, you guys were great, great, great set. Oh yeah, we saw the whole thing, you know? And then we all continued, we all started drinking all of Alien Ant Farm's beer. And we all like while Alien Ant Farm was on stage, and I remember, I remember it was like they had Heinekens, and uh, we fucking just drank it all. And the band came off stage. The band came off stage, and all their beers were gone. And we were, and they were like, "Where are beers at?" We were all like, "Uh," you know. And we were like, "Oh, later." And we all went to Mugger's house. I remember that. We all went to Mugger's house after that, and Mugger was. Like, I remember Mugger's roommate was having a party. Mugger's roommate was having a party, and we were coming back, and me and Mugger got there before you guys did. And we walk in, and his roommate, we walk in, his roommate's the first person we see, and his roommate's like, it's all guys. This whole party is all guys. You know what I mean? Like, and this is like a college party. This is like a college Boston party, you know? So, yeah, and it's it like, and we're chance. just cracking up and me and Mugger come walking in with a bottle of Tangeray because we're drinking gin and tonics and we go into like his bar area and we're back behind the bar making ourselves gins and gin and tonics. And there's like a bottle of Grey Goose or the bottle of Patron and all these people start coming up going like, oh, what's for, 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 what's for shots? What's for shots? Oh, give me get some Grey Goose, all right? And me and Mugger were only offering shots of Tangeray. <laughs> That's all that we were offering. We were just like, we're like, no, just Tangeray, just Tangeray, you know? Mm-hmm. So we were giving away shots of Tangeray. People were just like starting to puke as they were walking away. <laughs> Anyways, you guys showed up, and then we just got really wild. And I remember Pat, especially, standing in the middle of the, in the, middle of the kitchen, with his shirt off, holding a bottle of Tapatio, and he's and he's downing Tapatio. He's downing Tapatio. He's downing Tapatio. And he just puts it down and he looks over and just goes, Fifth Street! Oxnard! <laughs> oh, oh my gosh, gosh dude. So, so we're and we're in like Boston, like Mugger's living in Boston across from uh we're we're at six six five. The people across here are six six six. Uh but anyways, that happens Fifth Street Oxnard. Fucking and then like it was something like all of a sudden it was van call. You guys had to go. All of a sudden we were out on the sidewalk and your guys' van just came 
rolling up like and like the fucking door just flies open and you guys just fly in and you guys were like we got to go to cleveland later and just bailed and that like like i I told john c that story like when it fucking happened and me and john c always have kind of had this thing of just like fifth street oxnard fifth street (laughs) that's well that's my drinking days because we had like even it was a van we had like a driver who wouldn't drink and like he would be like i'm coming you get her hop in the hop in the van and let's go and i'm like yeah okay that's only one thing i'd remember is like no matter how faded i'd be like just just get get in just get get in the the van van. just get in the the van. van I don't care so, if I just drank a half a bottle of Tapatio. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think it was cold that night. Was it cold? It was cold. Yes, it was. A, it it was a cold. cold it Boston. was a cold time. It was like, it was like, uh, probably like October, November. It was like November, probably yeah, like yeah. around there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah I re- I'm, I'm, it's blurry right now, but I remember that night. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's good times, man. It's good times. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but yeah. Uh, so bands chilling beautiful how's obviously you are a new father ish still right new ish yeah, two three? three three right yeah yeah so um cool. how's the covid and i know you kind of work from home as it is right but i you got i mean i know you've been laying way low we haven't even jammed or nothing dude i know what the fuck yes. Where, where's the dad brains record pat dude i wrote a song um it's called poop in peace I have it all down and the lyrics and everything. And I ended nice. up just recording it acoustic just for fun with off with our mom, because I was like, how am I going to record this? Just had to like, get it out. Yeah. The lyrics are pretty awesome too, dude. It's, it's rad, man. Good, dude. The breakdown, like I showed it to Matt and he's like, you, we don't need a breakdown for it. I'm like, dude, what are you talking about? Like, you definitely yeah, do. do. Yeah. Like I, for was one thing I've, I've learned is don't listen to Matt being a dad. Yeah, you know, he <laughs> but also a, listen to Matt. At the same exactly. time. Exactly. It's he he's got some good ideas. Oh, I gotta listen to this. Listen to these lyrics. All right. I feel the pressure. It builds inside. I need to release, but I have to hide. Wait. Should I say baby, baby? Hey girl, I need to poop. I just need some time by myself. It doesn't mean I don't love you. I sneak <laughs> away and close the door, but I hear those footsteps on the floor. Then I hear daddy, daddy. I say, hey, girl, I'm trying to poop. I just need some time by myself. It doesn't mean I don't love you. <laughs> hard, dude. That was, That's your hard. face was so hard reading those lyrics. It was great. You know what? That is that pooping, taking a shit in peace is like it's a luxury that I never would have thought I would lose until I became a father, dude. I mean. It's pure say it makes sense why all fathers spend 45 minutes in the bathroom. You know what I mean? Like, because yeah. when you do get the peace and quiet, you're like, oh my God, this is awesome, man. I never, I never, for me right now. I no. never had the poop and peace problem. I've always been able to poop in peace. Really? Yeah. Wow. My, my, my cats break into my fucking bathroom more than Watch my kids do. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I have man. one cat. I have one cat that is literally like hears me on the toilet and is like, <laughs> just like, <laughs> All right, he can't move. He's got to pet me. Uh, <laughs> dude, my kids are like, like when they were little, right? You know, you'd go to, t- and, and like an Alzheimer's patient, I like wouldn't lock the door. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. You know, you just, I, you just don't, you're in like such a blur, right? You go, you go sit down, you fucking get it. And all of a sudden you just see that like 
the door handle like just shaking <laughs> and you're like and then there's like a finger under the door you know what i mean I you're like that yeah it's like jurassic park <laughs> the finger yeah. under the yeah, door you know, they're like wow. trying to feel their way and then all of a sudden now they're like picking locks you know they're like fucking it's like a chuck norris movie they're breaking into buildings you know you're like and then it's just that door is like whap, and just kicks open and they're like what's up dude what are you doing you enjoying yourself fuck off you know it's ridiculous <laughs> you just can't get a single fucking minute it's terrible man I had some real peas for a while, and then now the baby is on it, dude. But I go upstairs. I have my own my own unit now. Your 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 baby's another another level. He's nuts, dude. That's what you get for having a third one. I know. Yeah, don't <laughs> believe it. Don't do that. that you get. Have a second. Don't do a third. I don't That's know insane. if I'm gonna have any more. Who knows, though, dude? I don't know. It's a well, trip, dude. I mean, if you're if you're a psycho, then you plan them. I mean, who does that? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> who yeah. plans kids, man? Did you remember how many kids you have? Two. Two kids. None of them planned. Well, second one was kind of, kind of planned. Mm-hmm. Second one, I mean, like. And you don't plan it. You just go, well, if it happens. That's, just, that's really, like, that's the amount know, of planning that happens, I think. Yeah. Dude, time's flying because I remember when you told us in practice, Craig, and I was like, I just looked back. I'm like, how? It's just going by so fast now. I hate that cliche yeah. stuff, but mm-hmm. but it's it really does now. go by quick. We were shocked, dude. We were shocked. I've never been more shocked. I, mean, I was shocked when Rosie had cancer. I might have been more shocked when she was pregnant for a third time, dude. <laughs> I was like, "Fuck, are you dude, fucking, fucking serious?" Man. We thought she had a thyroid problem, you know. And then, yeah. like, she's like, "I'm just so tired." You can call it that. Well, I mean, it was, I guess, a massive. <laughs> but yeah, she's like, "I'm so tired." I'm like. Dude, you're like 43. Go get your thyroid checked out. And then she ended up being pregnant. Wouldn't that, like, be, kind of, wouldn't that be kind of weird if you guys just called him your thyroid problem? <laughs> he kind of is our thyroid like, problem. Yo, what is, uh, excuse me, I got this thyroid problem. It's a child, Rosie. Yeah. It's a child. It's, it's not a, a thyroid problem. <laughs> it probably explains why he acts like he does. Um, so, Pat, I've never, obviously, we've been jamming together for a long time. I never, besides you having a kid, like, you know, You've been pretty dormant as far as music goes for a long time. Like, what really, like, was it out of, like, uh, stress and chaos that you wanted to start Dad Brains? Like, what what was it? You just needed an outlet? You were going crazy? I never really got why it started. Yeah, because I, I, I was, yeah, I was just had high anxiety, dude. And all these lyrics started coming in my head about having a kid, and I was scared. So I was like... It was one of those things where I was like, oh, I'm, a, I'm not a singer. I don't know how to sing, but I'm scared to be a singer. I'm scared to be a front man. I'm scared to have a kid. And I was like, F it. Let me just face my fears right now and write songs about having a kid and write and be a singer in the band and just do it for fun. Yeah. yeah so it was like, yeah, it was a trip for me having a kid. Dude, I was like my worst fear all my life. Really? Yeah. All my life. One of them because I didn't want – you know how, like, when you grow up with, like – I don't want to talk crap about my real dad, but like you grow Go up ahead. and you don't really like we your do. dad, you know? Yeah. Um, um, but I mean, I love him. Okay. But you know, you know, the inner thing, whatever. So see, I still have daddy issues. The inner so, war. Uh, yeah. So what was I? I got, I just lost my train of thought. Your worst fear. Your worst fear. My worst fear of being a dad was I didn't want to be like my dad. Mm-hmm. So 
I end up having a kid and I'm scared to have a kid. But even now that I have a kid right now, there's little parts of me that are like my dad, no matter what. And it's a trip. So I yeah. just kind of got to accept it and not go that way. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Right. But I still feel it like, you know, the way he is and the, sh the stuff I, I didn't really like about him. I'm kind of like that way. So it's kind of crazy, dude. It's, it's weird. Crazy. It's like that nature versus nurture fucking conversation. Like yeah, you try man. hard. Like my old man was absent most of my life. And I still have tendencies that are exactly like him, dude. Like, I don't know what the fucking, you know, I, I, I don't, I, the way he thinks is built into my DNA, apparently, you know, and I, I fight daily to mm. not do that. <laughs> and I feel like I'm failing all the time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah, I get, dude. I get victories and I feel like I'm an okay, pretty good yeah. dad, you know, but I, I, you know, I just, you're like, God damn, man. Like, it's crazy, you know? The urge to, like, unscrew light bulbs when the lights are on in the house and throw them in the yard so no one can leave the lights on is, like, overwhelming for me. It's like turned, something my old turned man on, Turned on lights drive you nuts? It's money. So much money. Dude. Yeah, but it's not even that much money. It is. It is money. It's really, it's it's really money. not that. It's, it's, it's like, fucking it's, like money, fucking, it's not that much yeah. money. We fucking blow. <laughs> we blow. So way money. more money know, than fucking anything it you would say. I know it doesn't make with, any uh, sense. You know. It just happens. Uh, I yeah. listen. I I walk around and turn off the lights in my house, mm -hmm. but I just I just turn them off. I don't tell I do anyone. Too. And I, I don't just, throw them you know, in the yard, but I fucking yeah. want to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I just turn them off and go. Boop, 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 Isn't it yeah. weird though that at a, at a point in life. All of a sudden, the lights just drive you nuts when they are on in the fucking whole house. Well, it's like the whole house. And then not only that, like every cupboard in the fucking kitchen is open. They're like, do we live with poltergeists? Like, what's happening, dude? Are these a bunch of poltergeists we live with? I don't know. But yeah, yeah it's, it's weird. You fight those urges so bad, you know, because I didn't have a – I had a terrible upbringing bringing as far as that goes, you know. And, and uh, I, I, I constantly am noticing it. Like, I notice it all the time that – you know, I catch myself just being like, God damn, man. Like, I didn't even, I barely knew the guy, but yet I have the tendency. I could be exactly like him if I wanted to. Yeah. So that's why I wanted to do the band because it was just like a couple of my biggest fears. And, but, and it's funny because the lyrics uh, in Dad Brains, they're like, like funny, like it's funny, but like they're like, they're like serious to me, but I just kind of do it in a funny way. Yeah, I mean, all the fears, like yeah. going to the plugs and stuff, that's like real for me. I'm like obsessive compulsive about that. I'm a worrier, you know, like, oh, shit. Like yeah. there's things in my head that haven't even gone wrong, and I'm already thinking they're going to go wrong. And I'm like, what the – imagining all this crazy stuff. It's a trip, dude. I'm yeah. a crazy, crazy person like that. Well, I, that's kind of the first couple of years of fatherhood, man. You're just – you're like a neurotic. First couple of years. Well, first yeah, 14. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I just the, – the, the worries get – so much more different later you know what i mean no. you're not worried about him sticking the fork in the plug you're you're worried about him not coming home i mean i stuck keys in the socket when i was a kid i <laughs> did, did that i did that once i did it once in that's my about all you can do and I, it's once. really the one of the only things i remember from my grandma's first house really was me doing like, that that in the pool in the backyard yeah but but it's weird though like who really does that and like why is that a fear I don't know. I don't. I, I mean, my I've caught Bronson near him a bunch of times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just a thing to touch, you know. I don't yeah. know, but you you do it once, and then you remember forever. Ow, yeah. Ow, yeah. that hurts, and that's the part of like you know being a fucking father, dude. Like you gotta let him, you gotta let yeah. him do it. You got. I mean, not stick your finger in a plug, but 
you know, you got to let him experience that shit. Like yeah. you, you know, those, that hovering parental, parental fucking, you know, tendency that's around a lot is like, Oh yeah. yeah. It's so detrimental to your kids for them not to experience like consequences of their actions. You know what I mean? You can mm-hmm. tell them it's right. bad a hundred fucking times, but until they really eat shit and skin their knee, you know what I mean? They don't know that it was a bad idea to run down that hill with shit in their hands. <clears throat> you know what I mean? Yep. Yep. It's a trip, man. Now they'll just watch a video of someone running down the hill on YouTube, yeah. and then they'll be like, "Yo, <laughs> uh, 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 I don't want to go outside." Uh. Yeah, scared of outside. Scout today. I've never seen my daughter move so fast. There was a spider on her bed, and I mean, she has a bunk like a top loft thing. And I heard just gosh, it sounded like everything in her room fell down. She fucking runs downstairs, jumps on the couch. I'm like, "What's wrong with you?" She's like, "There's a spider on my bed." I'm like, "You're 14." Like you, are you 13? You're not, you can't, you're not supposed to be running from spiders anymore. Like I run from spiders. Do you? Yeah. Uh, it depends on what kind. Well, I, mean, I guess. Like at I first. Know. Yeah. Yeah. It's a trip. Man. <laughs> yeah. Like a uh, small spider, uh, big bite. Is that what it is? Small spider, big bite. I don't want to find out fucking what the fuck it does. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. You know, what if like the spider venom is what takes me out? Yeah. You know? God, I don't know. I ain't trying to and now, find now out. you got me rethinking my whole theory here. I don't know. I'm trying to find out. So, <laughs> anyways, <laughs> how's it going, Pat? <laughs> uh, just listening to you guys talk. Just listen to us talk about the the kids and spider bites. Yep. Uh, so Pat, you uh were in the yep. band No Motive back yep. in the Desity day. Mm-hmm. Uh, being in a band, what? How old were you when you uh? You, did you help start that band? Were you uh, started it? You started it. How old were you when you started it? Seven, seventeen, eighteen, I think. 18. Seventeen, eighteen. Yeah, when I graduated what? high school, I was seventeen, so I started right after. Yeah, so. About what made 17, what 18. what made you want to start the band? What made you want to kind of start doing that? Um, my dad, my stepdad was a drummer, not my real dad. He taught me how to play drums, and then I went through like the Pearl Jam Nirvana phase playing, and then I met Jeremy through a mutual friend in high school, and then I was like, let's just start jamming. So we started playing backyard parties, and we were that's when Dookie came out. So we play like Dookie and people be pitting, and we got into the Offspring, Ignition, and um, Smash came out, and then we listened to No Effects, and then we just started writing our own songs and we wanted to be like new school punk and, and um, yeah, we were trying to be punk, but we weren't like, it was just, we played really fast. And then we put out, made a couple songs and put out a seven inch. And I started sending demos out long story short, out of my own money. I'd lump demos and play shows. And we ended up signing to vagrant because I, I bugged the crap out of them. Yeah. Right. How many, how, how how consistent did you have to stay with vagrant to get them to respond to you? How many, how many, how many letters did you send? I sent about, I know I sent over like 10 um, because we were fans of face to face and it was old school. I I picked up a face to face live CD and it said vagrant records, like at Salzer's and I got the address and I called information. I was like, did you get our demo? And they're like, yeah call back to get a demo and they finally call me back they're like hey we like this new song it was like a lot slower (laughs) more like like, uh i don't know like dissonant weird chords and stuff and they're like when you guys playing and we're like we're playing laser star (laughs) oh that's right it was back in the laser star days huh yeah yeah. so so what this is what what year is this uh this is 96 96, okay mid late 90s right yeah 
and we play laser star and there's like 300 400 kids there and mm-hmm. there's a lot for that place and after that they're like come to the office talk to us so they signed they put us on a sampler and uh it was weird do long story short i i always wanted to play with face to face they were like you know i don't like to use the word idols but like i i there are idols and all that stuff and next thing you know dude at my mom's house in oxnard doorbell rings it's trevor keith dude you're holy shit in really? like in like ninety in like ninety seven. It was about ninety seven, ninety eight, yeah, ninety eight or something. I mean, that's when like that whole thing is at its like peak. Yeah, peak. Right. So yeah. Tre- you know. yeah, Trevor knocks on my mom's door and he's like, "I'm here to watch you guys practice." So he goes into my room, which is now my nephew's living with my mom, and watches us practice. And um, yeah, and we go in the studio with him we found a studio in ojai and he produced our record and we went on tour with him it was a trip because like you know when you first like have dreams like you know 17 18 like that won't happen but for me dude i like visualized it i hate that visualization stuff but i was like we're gonna go on tour with this band we, you'll see dude and, and it happened hit. yeah two two tours and then next thing you know we're opening up for blink 22 like what you know like yeah. it's a trip you know i mean we never got like super huge or anything but it was a pretty cool accomplishment for sending out demos and the work ethic, you know? I mean, so. definitely for like, for like the vagrant era bands, I would say no motive got, got their name out there. Oh yeah. Like, you know sure. what I mean? Totally. So for sure. I mean, there's that. still people that fucking remember it. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Yeah. But you know, it's interesting too, because back then in Ventura, you know, you're hitting, I mean that, I guess what are you in like the second or third wave of like the Nardcore world and the the music was changed you know what i mean like those old ill reputes and all those bands are all those guys are like older now they're having kids they're living their lives there's not a lot of that going on anymore i mean i i guess the beginnings of the new hardcore scene are kind of bursting out but you guys were like you guys are different i mean you guys are totally different it was like the, with what's with the times but was there i don't remember there being a lot of bands like you guys back then around us like around the town I mean, no, it was like we hung around. Like I was friends with. That's when I first met Johnny and Little Matt. Little mm-hmm. Matt was wait, was younger, but he was playing some crust bands. Like, right, For, Force Punk, Force Peter Pan's Punk. Army, and shit like that. Right. Yeah. yeah, dude. I was like, you know, they're. It's like one of those things where you say, yeah, they're cool guys. You know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, know what? you know what, Matt? If you listen to this, you probably said the same thing about our band, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, Johnny, like Mission Twenty Third, and we were kind of like well, the pop, pop, poppier, you know, stuff. Yeah. You know, I liked hanging out with Johnny and at his house, and um, when he lived with Martin and uh, in El Rio, and it was just like a little crew. It was cool. It was fun. I yeah. Uh, what was the first big show that you guys opened up for, like as a band of No Motive? Like, what was the first band that you guys opened up for, locally or something like that? That you were like, "Holy oh, yeah. shit, it's happening!" Oh my gosh! Ah. When we first, well, yeah, okay, so yeah, uh, when we first got signed to Vagrant, before that, I was I learned how to play fast listening to Forgotten Country from Good Riddance. So I learned how to play fast, like that's how I learned how to play fast and. I remember, I think I met Chuck from Good Riddance and um, I sent him a tape because they were, they were auditioning drummers and I was like, maybe I could be, you know, and I played like a song from, but they ended up picking Sean Sellers, which obviously he's awesome. And, you yeah. know, I wasn't that good like him, but they ended up calling um, us to go on tour with them. Good Riddance was like, hey, you want to do a tour with us? So the first, the first big show was with Good Riddance. And I remember Chuck's like, dude, 
wait till we play Canada. And I was like, whatever. Like, you know, like he's like, Dude. just wait. So we go to Canada, we play Canada's Edmonton, huge. and there's like yeah. 5,000 people there. I'm yeah. like, wow. Yeah. yeah, Edmonton, Calgary, Edmonton, Calgary, that whole fucking area just for, for that it's, kind of punk is like, up, huh? yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's Regina, the oil. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's oil country. So everyone has a fuck ton of money. Oh, really? Okay. Like, yeah. like the people, the people that go to the shows, they're all people that work in the oil fields and right. they make like fucking $75 an hour. Right. Yeah. So they got money, and then they come and just merch. rage, and they and they and they rage Midwest Canada style. Oh yeah, yeah. fuck yeah! And it, was crazy. <laughs> and it made us it made us look kind of good to Vagrant because that's when we first got signed. I was like, we got this tour ourselves, and they were like, oh my gosh, what do we do? We need to send you out with something. So they made this like Vagrant sampler with two of our songs on it, and it had like I think Saves a Day or like along like their I don't I think but some other bands and anyways they gave them to us. They gave us like 500 or a thousand. They're like, you can have these, you can sell them for what you want. And so that, that was cool. And we made our own merch and we were just selling them for like two or three bucks just yeah. to get to the next show, just getting rid of everything. And I was like, this is insane. Like doing like 500 or $600 in merch just for like opening band. We're like, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Amazing, man. We're yeah. getting hotel rooms tonight, guys. <laughs> yeah, wow. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Right. That tour was cool because Chuck's like, we're going to stay at this hotel in, in Regina. It has an indoor water slide. I'm like, no way. We stayed at this like, <laughs> Super A with the indoor water slide. And we were all on the, on the water slide. And it was fun. Like, that was, that was, that was when it was really fun, you know? Did, uh, did uh, Chuck get naked numerous times on that tour? Uh, yeah, dude. Yeah. Yeah. He used to, yeah. He used to stick his... PP in Jeremy's hand when he wasn't looking. <laughs> yep. yep. Some weird yep. stuff, but it was yep. cool because that yep. led me to play in a band with Chuck and I ended up staying at his house in, in Capitola for a few days and he let me, they asked me to join Creep Division like to play drums. Oh, I thought you were going to say he let you hold his penis. He probably did. He probably did it without even knowing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I probably did it in my sleep a lot, dude. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, so Creep Division, uh, you get asked to join Creep Division. I mean, that's obviously Chuck, Craig, and who Russ. else? And Russ. Russ is in that band, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how how does Oxnard get included with Santa Cruz in New York City? Like, how did, how did like... Like, like, did, were, you know, do you know if you were the first phone call? Were you the, you know, I don't know. I mean, I, maybe they asked Johnny before. I don't know to play drums, but I ended up playing drums for him and staying at his house and going on tour with him. It was a trip, dude. Right, right. Who, who, what, 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 who'd you guys tour with on that, on, on that tour? Creep Division oh, tour with? Dude, we played some awesome shows. Like, we in California, um, gosh, I don't know. We actually, we practiced. Craig flew out from New York and we practiced in, in Santa Cruz. And I don't know, we ended up flying to New York and we ended up doing a tour with, uh, Ensign and, uh, oh my gosh, dude, we played Roseland opening up for Rancid and Hepcat. Holy oh, shit. shit, dude. Dude, in like five thousand, six thousand people, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's on that. That's like, and out come the wolves time. Yeah, I think so. so yeah. Like, right yeah. Man, I guess. Outcome, yeah. It's got to be like an outcome of the wolves time. Huge. So it's like just nice. Dude, it was so funny. That was that was the best show. That was so funny because like 
Chuck was on, he had like no backup guitar. He like broke a string on the first song. And like, I was like, (laughs) (laughs) dude, it was, it was so hardcore New York. It didn't matter. Like Craig was on the mic and like Chuck was like changing his string on stage. And then Craig's like, this is like a famous line. It's like all quiet. There's like, couple thousand people there he's like yo anyone out there play stickball what's up what's up yeah (laughs) i was like behind the drums like this just (laughs) that's like that's like that's like such a new york fucking thing of like yo so uh what's going on in the city out there guys yeah yeah i remember we played with a band uh we played this huge show and well huge like at a vfw hall but it was for um we we played with kid dynamite and cave-in and that was Ooh, a nice. sick show, dude. Dude, kid, kid, I mean, kid, any kid dynamite show on the East Coast would have been would've fucking been pretty sick to go. Caven's a Bo- fucking, that's a deep cut, Caven right there, dude. It was in yeah. Boston. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, Caven's, Caven's home turf. Yeah. Yeah, it was a trip, dude. So yeah, that was fun. Nice. 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 Uh, Do you speak about it like it was a, like, uh, did you have like, goals of all this shit or do you is the stuff just start coming your way like after vagrant and all that stuff like it, it, it seems like vagrant was like one of the a label that really did kind of take care of their bands for a long time right i mean for yeah, a lot man. but do you feel like did you have a drive to be to like pursue all this stuff or did, were you just like stoked to be there no i um like i don't want to like toot my own horn but i was like the dude in the band you can ask all of them. i was setting out demos i was yeah. contacting Hurley. I got us into Hurley. I met Paul Gomez and Bob Hurley and all those dudes and Greg Teal. And I just, they became my friends at first. I was like, yo, I want to, you know, and then next thing you know, like we're at Hurley and, and we're just, I would just send out, I would talk to as many people as I could, dude. It was a trip. Cause I, I believed in the band and mm-hmm. I thought we would be like, I wanted, I wanted everyone in the band to, experience making a living off playing music that was one of my goals right yeah um, yeah i mean it's always amazing you know it's you, you need that one guy that's got that drive and vision that was you know me. what i mean and you're always so nonchalant about everything it's always surprising to find out that you really i mean even with the dad brain stuff how easy it was to get put out and all that stuff it's like you know it's the way you carry yourself is exactly how you know you it's someone that you'd want to deal with you know what i mean it's like not pushy, not too, you know, not too nuts. You know what I mean? Like there's a, the guys that are just uh, intolerably relentless, you know what I mean? But you always, yeah. you've always had such a nonchalant, like kind of demeanor about you. It's, you know, oh, it's always surprising to find out that you're, you know, you really were pushing hard on a lot of that stuff, you know? Dude, a lot. Like we ended up, oh my gosh. But the when we were on Vagrant, they did a lot for us. They got us on tour with MXPX and they sent Mark Coppice, uh, I think, a CD, and he ended up taking us on a little tour. But that was cool. We went on a tour with Alkaline Trio um, and, and Blink-182, and we did a couple shows and this huge venues. And that was, like, surreal. I was like, are we really doing this, man? Like, it was pretty cool. It was humbling, too. Like, wow, you know? Like, it was a trip. It's scary, but it was fun, you know? <clears throat> Was it was it the uh, was it the Good Riddance the Good Riddance tour when you when you kind of realized like holy shit this is where we we've done it you know or it's like yeah. it's we're 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 doing, doing it you know <laughs> we're doing it yes yeah. yeah I was like I cannot believe we're on tour with this band that we listen to all the time like it was yeah. like a dream you know yeah. and it was cool it was it was really cool and then it's uh, great too when you meet the people and they're not a total letdown you know what I mean you're like. 
they're good fucking guys, you know. You're yeah. like, fuck, man. Yeah, Gooderance is funny, dude. They're 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 like crazy vegans, not crazy, but like it was funny because I remember one time we were at Chili's and they're like, "We'll take you on another tour if you don't eat meat for a month." You know, <laughs> that's like, oh, that doesn't sound like Russ at all. What are you talking about? <laughs> so, anyways, like I remember we were at Chili's and I think I ordered shrimp or something, and he looked at me and he's like. Thought you were part of the team, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a rust comment. Oh, but it was so funny, dude. Like, was, uh, and they're 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 awesome guys, and yeah, that was yeah, that was yeah. fun. That was fun. Yeah, they're they're good dudes. They're good dudes. Russ just doesn't know how to have a good time on his face, you know. On his, yeah. face. his face. His face doesn't know constant. how to have a good it's time. Like, it's like I think Russ is having fun. Oh, I think Russ is not. happy. Yeah, was, all right. When they played um, Discovery, I think it was like a year and a half ago or something, or a year ago, yeah, man. Yeah. I haven't seen them for a long time. I was so happy to see them. It was cool. I was yeah. like, dang, dude. It was, I don't know. They, they're the ones who uh, hooked it up for us uh, in the beginning. So Yeah, yeah. Cool. yeah the, last, uh, the last tour I did was uh, with Youth Brigade, and it was Youth Brigade Good Riddance Tour. That was last, oh, yeah. Jan- that was last January. So... Love that band. Sean, uh, Sean was just in here. He signed uh, the guitar over here at Fatty Vegan. Oh, no way. Over here at the old Fat Vegan. That's your your and your wife's place, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm ex- and, I want to go there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come check out. That come, is. come have a cheat day. I'm down, dude. Come have a cheat day. Come have a little little milkshake. You know. Dude, Eddie, my Some cheat days are. Man. I cheat every day, dude. I mean, <laughs> I'm not like the healthiest guy. At all. <laughs> yeah. Well, Breakfast is my big one. Yeah. We're here for you. So another thing I was always shocked to find out about you is that you your job is is not you're a voice actor. Like you do voices on cartoons and TV shows and stuff. How did you yeah. get like how in the fuck did you get involved? I mean, obviously you have a very sweet voice, but how did you get involved in that? Like, did you ever want to be an actor? Like what I know you were in you were in some stuff. So on top of doing all the music and all that, like how did you get involved in that, dude? Okay, long story short, after my music dreams crumbled. Uh, <laughs> after <laughs> after No Motive fizzled out. Yeah, and, we yeah, they fizzled, and I went to From Satellite. And then from Satellite. Well, From Satellite was the one that was going to make it. Yeah. Right. Yeah, Hollywood Hollywood Records, dog. Yeah, it was, yeah, I it was can't, Immortal. Was, it, was yeah. it Immortal? It was Immortal. That's right, it was Immortal. Yeah, actually, yeah. I would like to hear what what happened with that. There's a, well, we got to go, go to the voice actor one. Yeah, but I do want to hear kind of what, what happened. Okay, we'll that. go back. The voice actor. I remember first. that being the biggest yeah, news voice actor, actor for a long, voice long, actor long time. Voice actor first, yeah. Okay, voice actor. Um, After music stopped for a while, I um, my uncle's a producer at CBS. Long story short, he's like, you want to get an agent? Uh, for commercials i was like all right i'll try to audition for some commercials and anyways he signed me with i signed with an agent just for commercials and stuff so i ended up uh booking a commercial playing drums so that was cool and i didn't have to speak any lines they need a mexican drummer on a t-mobile commercial and you get all these callbacks and you're auditioning but anyways i booked it long story short i get my sag card i booked another commercial uh boat figure a mexican freaking national commercial because i'm mexican you know i don't even speak fluent spanish but (laughs) i do that and then um the agency i have has a voiceover um talent department so they're like hey start auditioning so i had to drive in and read some characters i never booked anything you know i was like this is weird you know and uh, i'm auditioning with all these famous voice actors and stuff and then and anyways i 
get dropped by that agent. And I was like, I'll just start doing voiceover. I make my own demo and I send out and I start booking voiceover jobs for like McDonald's and stuff and a couple of radio ones for McDonald's. And um, that was cool. And then I just, I booked a little animated video game, a small one. And then I ended up booking the Care Bears series, dude. And that was a big one for me, dude. So yeah. And that Are you still doing ones. that now? No, I'm not doing that one. If it, hopefully, it gets if it gets picked up. Um, hopefully, I'll I'll be a good luck bear again. But you're no, a good luck bear. Um, I was going to ask which character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're good, good luck. Bear. Good luck bear. You are actually yeah. a good luck bear, <laughs> dude. He's. <laughs> it's 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 the new GLB. <laughs> good luck bear. Good luck bear. I, uh, yeah, so I was good luck bear on the Care Bear series for 52 episodes, man, and then I booked another one for a Crunchyroll and um, an anime series. And I just, yeah, it's been, it's been cool. It's hard to get jobs because you're auditioning for, you're auditioning against almost, I mean, A-list actors for spots, you know what I yeah. mean? Like you get stuff for big movies and, but yeah, I have a little booth here and it's cool, dude. I, I, I freaking enjoy it so much. I just did a couple video games, like some, I did the new fallout video game and. Oh really? Uh, yeah. Wasteland three. And I have a new video game coming out. It's some huge video game um, uh, coming out, so I'm I'm stoked about that. So. Wow, that's that's really so. Are cool. you like a specific character in that video game? Is that what it is? Yeah, I'm uh, like on Fallout. I'm two characters on Wasteland. I'm about like two or three characters, and on the new video com- game coming out, I'm one main character on there. So wow, man. So is the video the video game market obviously I mean they're the video games are so insanely in depth and huge. You know, and now they're getting what like Keanu Reeves to do shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I mean what's that what is that world like? Do you get to like I know you're probably doing most of them from home or are you going into an actual no. studio? You could do it from home because COVID and stuff, but I could do it if I wanted to, but honestly I'm not really good with technical stuff as you could tell. I could learn it, but I'd rather have someone else have someone else do it. Yeah. Yes, I'd rather drive to LA to a studio so I don't have to worry about the tech. I could just worry about my character and my lines and let them deal with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Any of that, it's yeah. too much, and I just want to focus on what I do. So I just drive to a studio in LA if I get booked and and let them do it. Because sometimes you have to match the voices. Like if you go back for um, some retakes. They show mm-hmm. you your character and you're looking at it, and you have to match the character's lips to what you're saying. You know, and they oh, do weird. I mean, so do they I, model I, it after you at all? Like, is there any like lookalike kind of thing? No, no not no, no, yeah, no. no, I'm not that famous. Yeah, yeah that's what so I was gonna say. Yeah. say. Not Norman yeah. Reedus you know, or whatever. Do you, that know, guy is. do you know? It's funny though. Uh, a buddy of mine is modeled, uh, modeled uh, Buzz Lightyear. Really? Yeah, no that's weird. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's he's one of the guys. He's one of the guys that helped draw Buzz Lightyear, and he, his face, his facial expressions. I think I know who you're talking oh, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. You okay. know who yeah. I'm talking about. That's amazing, man. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But so, like, with the video game stuff, like, you get a character, right? Like, is there, is there like depth to it that you know of, or do you have to make all it up, or like, how does it work? Like, okay, I know, so, like, in an acting gig, like, you know, you see these guys go to extreme lengths to yeah. create their characters, but like, do you get like? information about their past or whatever that's crazy yeah so your your agent my agent sends me um what they're called breakdowns and they give you the character and they my agency has like you know 200 plus talent or whatever but i fit the age range of teens to eight-year-olds to maybe early 20s so they'll give me a character 
that they need a video game for. It shows you the picture of him. It shows you his history, and it shows you what his voice wants to be like, and it shows you the lines, the voice lines mm. for the video games, and you just read them. Um, I read them in my booth, and I edit them. Just, you know, I leave the, you know, the breaths in just so it sounds natural, but just take out background noise and do my best and then just send it in. And then they send it against, you know, 50 other voice actors for one part. It's a trip, dude. Yeah, wow. that's crazy, man. What a weird <clears throat> world. I mean, because I remember you telling me about it. I was like, what? 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 Like, what? Do you, what is that? Like, what? Do you, you know, you don't realize yeah. it, but it's everywhere. Voice over, oh, yeah, you know, yeah, when yeah. you really start paying attention to it, can you pick out like who's a shit voice actor now, like in a commercial that you hear? Like, yeah, yeah our, our like, commercials ruined for you is like any kind of like, yeah. like driving in a car and or listening an to the radio when the commercials come on, yeah. you're just like, oh my God, no. I, I, I turn them all off now because yeah. I always see breakdowns or the, it, all the commercials nowadays, they're like, don't sound like an announcer. So announcer is like this week on, hey, you know, yeah, yeah, they, yeah. they want everyone to sound like your neighbor. Just, you know what I mean? Yeah, they just yeah. talk like you're talking to your friend. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But then it ends up being... Like you're talking to your friend, but not how I'm talking to you. You're talking to your friend, like just put yeah. a smile on. And it's hey. like, dude, that's not real still. Like the the people, what people want is what they want to hear. So you can have, you can have the best care. You can have the casting director saying, well, we want it to sound like this, like this, like this, like this, like this. Okay. We get it. Then they hear the voices and they'll put all that aside and be like, that sounds good. So you just yeah. don't know in anything. You just roll the dice. And I just, look at the specs and do my best and say later, you know, but then you always like second guess yourself sometimes. Like I'm like, should I have said that word this way? And then you're just yeah. like, well, just the fact that like a whole entire job could hang off of you saying a phrase fucked up. You know what I mean? Like what, like that would drive me nuts, dude. Cause being a musician is like, you put the song out, people either like it or they don't like it. You know what I mean? I mean but, like, but that's what... To lose a job over, like, something like that, it would, I, I feel like it would eat me alive, like, at I, certain I, points, you I'm know? I'm being in this industry, being... Yeah, being... Over, it's, you say, get said no to a lot. I mean, no one says no. They just don't call you. But I'm right, constantly yeah. auditioning and just, like, yeah. going, going, going. But. It's one of those things that, like, like I, I, I feel if, you, if you're in it, you know what it is. What it you is, don't yeah. take it. You're just like, oh, just keep yeah. on trying. Yeah. Keep on going. Keep on pushing. I feel really fortunate, too, because I, I was thinking about this the other day. It's really strange. Like, I get myself in these situations. Like, do I really want to be here? I do want to be here. Is it scary? Yeah, it's kind of like I, I sought this agent out. I'm with some huge agency right now. And I'm like, I'm on this huge agency. How did I do that? Or how did I get on Care Bears? I'm a Care Bear. I'm, yeah. I'm taking it. I'm, I'm taking it pretty far, you know. And right, like, yeah. For me, and it's kind of cool, but it's kind of scary. Like, what am I doing here? How did I? How do I have a kid? Like, it's a trip, dude. Like, uh, you know, it's it's pretty cool though. But it's kind of yeah. Like, well, to to think about like when you're a kid and you learn about Care Bears. And like how big Care Bears were were yeah. at that time, just like because back then things were so you know it's not like today yeah, like where five the internet, channels where know, the internet yeah. is everything yeah. is fa- you know there could be stuff that is hundreds of millions of people famous and you'll never have heard of it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Where in the eighties that would have never happened. Right. Yeah. If hundreds of millions of people knew about something, chances are everybody Everyone would knew. fucking yeah. know about it. You yeah. know, it's a trip. I'm on. I, I'm like on. I'm the toy. Yeah. They have a toy of my voice talking as a good luck bear. Is there really? 
Yeah, I have it in my garage. They sell it at Target right now. It's my voice. So they, they sell it at Target me. right now. That's Target, crazy. Walmart. I think. Yeah, it's a talking Care Bear toy, and it's my voice. They had me go into a studio and do the voice for it. And what was the name? Like, what was the name of the video game? No, it's just called Good Luck Bear. It's, it's Good a, Luck it's Bear. A toy. Okay. Yeah, it's Good a talking bear. bear. Talking Care Bear. It's a new one out in the stores, and I'm yeah. doing voice for it, and I'm just like showing it to my daughter, going, "Is that? That's like." That's a trip. That's a trip. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's crazy, man. And it's not like, um, I don't know. It's just really, it's really strange, but it's really cool, you know. Do you get? Is that like a separate pay? Like, do you get residuals or any of that I, shit on the on stuff no, like that? Not nothing. Off, not off, not off this one because they own all the rights to that. Everything. Like, Care Bear, yeah, Care Bear, Care is probably fucking. They're like, yeah. look, we can, <laughs> look, we can fucking find another fucking. Uh, exactly. We're gonna, we're gonna use oh, your voice. Oh, to good, call it oh, good, oh, what is threat. that? Good luck, Bear's holding out. Uh, new good luck, Bear. Yeah, totally. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. And yeah, I'm, I'm in no, uh, no position to negotiate. So I'm just, right, right. I'm having fun doing it. Just happy and I'm happy to be here. Yeah. I'm, I'm really happy and, and thankful to be here, but it's a trip, dude. Like, Oh my. And I did dude, I did a, they asked me to sing, sing a song. Like I'm singing a Care Bear song, like on their <laughs> channel as like, they have this, this, the songwriter for this series. He wrote a song and they animated a thing to it. They're like, hey, do you want to sing on this song? I wrote this song, the songwriter. I'm like, okay. Like, I can't sing good. I showed him dad brains. He's like, yeah, I love it. I was like, <laughs> but that's not singing. So yeah. I had to like sing this song called Swim Buddy. It's like a Care Bear song, but it was pretty cool. It was a good experience. Is there any chance is there any chance you could sing some of Swim, swim Buddy right yeah, now? Um, Let's hear it. Can uh, we? No, dude. Can we? <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, because I remember seeing like yeah. I, it's not, it just sounds ridiculous, you know, yeah, like with got it, gotta keep it cool. Let's hit the pool. <laughs> yeah. Let's splash. Let's swim. Let's wait. Sun's out, fun's out. Jump on in, hanging with your friends. Summer's here. Let's swim again, ladies, bros. We're all amigos. Let's hit the waves. Everyone, let's have some fun because a pool rules today. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you threw a little dad brains in there. That's yeah, totally dad brains. stay hard. And that's yeah. to, that's totally going to be our minute clip of this, of this episode <laughs> for sure. Dude. <laughs> dude, look up, look up, look up, Care Bear Swim Buddy, dude. And Care Bear Swim Buddy. It's fucking that's crazy. Me singing, dude. I'm gonna I hit know. Target on the way home too. <laughs> yeah, Target. Nah, dude. I actually remember I was in uh, Target with John C, and he was looking for it. Uh, it was a. I guess it was a few weeks ago now where we went had had to go to the store or something. Oh, because, uh, you, know, you know, John needs to buy something else for Addie. Yeah. yeah. You know, she, knows, she don't got <laughs> yeah. enough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's funny, man. We spoil oh, the shit out of our kids. Oh, my God. My kids, dude. Yeah. Yeah. You just see. I, I'm like, my kid has five bikes. I can't like, totally no, see. He can't even ride I a bike totally You know what I mean? I like, totally... Rosie keeps fucking bringing him home. She sees him for free on the side of the road. I'm like, uh, why? He, he's two. He has zero bike skills. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. He's got five fucking bikes, dude. You know? It's crazy. I don't know. That's oh, wild, that's man. Funny, dude. dude, dude, okay. I, uh, so I was, uh, a few months ago, I was door dashing. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was taking something from, like, east side Ventura heading to Oxnard, like, like El Rio area. Mm -hmm. Uh as I'm driving down the 118, I notice off the side of the road a giant minion, 
right? Oh, like, shit. A fucking, like, fair style. Mm-hmm. Fair style minion on the side of the road. And I'm like, damn, that's a giant-ass minion. I'm like, huh. It's, like, on the 118, like, right there, like, on, like, the, the bridge part going from Ventura to Oxnard. Sure, okay. And I'm like, I'm like, you know what? Ain't no one going to know the, about that thing. And no one's going to stop right there because it's kind of a crazy Wait, You're talking the 101 or the one? No, the, one, the, the 118. The, the, <laughs> oh, the, oh, like from Wells. Like from oh, Wells. Okay, yeah, well, Wells okay, Road. Gotcha. Wells Road. I'm Wells like, Road. where the fuck are we? Yeah, Wells okay. Road. Sorry, gotcha. I couldn't think of no Wells right there. I could only think of 118. I feel you. So like that, that bridge part, right? And I was like, man, huh? That was a pretty big ass minion. That'd be kind of <laughs> cool to get. Around. That'd be kind of cool to get. Whatever. No, I'm working though. So I go to drive. I go to deliver stuff. And then, no, like, I'm a, and no, I'm working, dog. I'm fucking so delivering good. food, yo. So good. Delivering food, dropping off food to the people. That's right. So, uh, uh, like, literally, like an hour later, I'm back in like Eastside Ventura, heading over to that direction. And I'm like, you know what? There's that fucking minion right there. I I know that it's coming up. Mm-hmm. So I fucking went and I fucking pulled over and I got it, and it wasn't fucked up at all. And I gave it to my kid. <laughs> <laughs> But it's like a giant, it's like a fucking minion. Like big ass big. minion. Yeah. That's amazing. How, how long ago is this? This was like uh, three months ago. Is it still there? He still has it? He still has it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Beautiful. I'll take it. Uh, no, it wasn't It wasn't dirty. And I cleaned up the little bit of dirt that yeah, was yeah. on it. You know, it's got a little road on you it. Know? You're all right. I'll take a picture. And send how it to wild you. is it that three months ago, four months ago, you were fucking no job driving DoorDash and now you own a restaurant. <laughs> that's like the biggest comeback in Corona history right now, I think, dude. That sounds like, I mean, how do, can I ask you, Shine, yeah, yeah, how yeah, does yeah. that feel? You, you own a restaurant. That's like, that's like big time. Yeah, I mean, yeah, big yeah. Time, big time meaning like how I was saying, oh, I'm, go, you know, good luck bear. Like it's kind of the same thing. Like you have a restaurant, but that's like, that's no, like yeah. really cool. Yeah, awesome. it's been a, it's been really cool. It's been a, it's been, it's, I don't know. It's been, it's kind of, my life is like things like this come up and then I'm definitely a person where I'm just like, uh, should we do this? Uh, let's do it and let's figure it out. You know? So, so we've done that with this and it's been pumping yeah. and people are stoked on it and it's doing really well. So like, That's I'm just awesome. kind of like, I'm just kind of like in this thing of like, I, I don't know. It's it's awesome. I'm I'm waiting for like a weird bubble to burst, but I also know that it's not gonna burst. It's kind of it only bursts if you burst it. Man. It only bursts if you know I burst I mean? it. Yeah, yeah. That's it. but everything's just... going good. It's it it feels good. It feels good to be. It feels good to feel good again. That's awesome. That's I gotta steal that because I'm always when things are going good for me, I'm always waiting for something to go wrong. Yeah, sucks. I don't know yeah. how to get rid of that, man. Yeah, it yeah, sucks, yeah. It's know? always like it's always like, dude, just fucking. And and then I find that I I tend to implode myself, like uh-huh. as I'm like I'm like uh, something's gonna go wrong, something's gonna go wrong. All right, I'm gonna make it go wrong. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> because... You know that self sabotage is a big one, dude. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've told, I've definitely like I've I'm I've self... done that shit to myself a few times in my life. You know? I have a self destruct button tattooed on my hand. Right. <laughs> this is true. You know. Yeah. So... No, man, that self destruct, and then also just feeling like you know you're an imposter or someone's going to figure you out. You know what I mean? Like that type of fucking vibe, even though, you know, you're a pretty decent human for the most part. I'm a, I've, I've had multiple times in my life where I've, I've had, I've had to really like reevaluate. Like there's been times where I have probably self I've sabotaged my own shit out of almost fear. You know what I mean? Of, mm-hmm. of just not allowing it to be or whatever. You know what I mean? It's, um, I don't know. That's part of learning though, man. I, I mean, if you don't have some regrets, I don't know. 
what the fuck yeah but doing, craig you, know? you too man i look up to you man because when you have you have a new baby too you have three kids and i was like that is gnarly dude and like you're like doing it like that's pretty cool yeah but i mean that's you know you that's you have no, i, I you no, know, but no, i would do nothing else besides that you know what i mean yeah like, but the thing is people do stuff besides that oh know? yeah yeah you know there's shitty parents out there dude and it's like you're like doing it so that's pretty awesome dude. yeah man. i mean showing up for your kids is it seems so fucking basic and universal but you know i think you know for me like in order to really be a good parent you have to show up for your kids you have to do all those things but you also have to like have they have to see you have interests you know what i mean they have to see you have things that you're passionate about they have to see you have things that you follow through to the end whether they make you money or not you know i think those are big big values that you have to instill into your kids you know and i mean we've talked about a few times you know i used to do a lot of fucking things and try to do a lot of things and I, I'm, I'm good at like two things now and that's because that's what I want to focus on. That's where my time is, you know, besides the family. Yeah. But, you know, I think it's really important for your kids to understand that you are a person that follows your passion and whether it's going to be a financial avenue or not. I mean, cause we were all of the generation, you know, some parents are different. They were like, you need to fucking go to school and get a job yeah. and you need to do the thing. And, you know, uh-huh. some parents weren't like that, but um, my mom was just happy. I graduated fucking high school. You know what I mean? But, you know, that our generation is that that's built in. I think it's, it's, it's important for you to have passion. And, you know, I've said a thousand times, like we're so lucky to be able to follow that in any aspect. A lot of guys, a lot of people don't, man. A lot of people don't. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's definitely one of the big reasons that I do what I've always done is because I tell, like, I want my kids to go like, you know, I, I don't want to change a whole bunch or not necessarily not change, but change my career path because of certain situations, you know, like, Mm -hmm. or be like, Oh, this, Oh, I had a kid. So then I stopped doing that. And now I'm fucking miserable and unhappy. Yeah. You know? And even if you do have to stop doing that, like I had to stop doing the thing I loved, but it was out of, there's not one part of me that's going to definitely like, not one part of me is going to, take it out on my kids as regret for something I missed out on. You know what I mean? Like, and that's the thing that parents do that it, it right. fucking bums you out. What dude, did you or, have to stop doing, Craig? Well, I, you know, I had to make a choice when the wrath was going to either two or nine months out of the year or fucking not. Cause I had two kids, you know, and I, yeah, I walked yeah. away from it, you know, and I had to, cause yeah. I'm not going to not raise my kids, you know, which, yeah, totally. which, you know, in a bitter world, I could be mad and angry and all these things about it, but I'm, I don't, you know, I'm not at all. I'm, you know, where would it have gone? Another fucking five, ten years. I mean, I, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. it doesn't matter anyway. You know. I mean, I definitely wouldn't have been allowed to tour with the Wrath for nine months out of the year. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, sure. But that's how it was like. She'd be like, she'd be like, yo, was. you're paying to go on this yeah, shit. Yeah, what the yeah, hell is wrong course. going? I'm like, but we were gonna have to. Really but babe, but babe, but babe, it, babe, you know? the memories I'm making are so, <laughs> yeah. so important, yeah. girl. Yeah. Craig, what movie is this off of? You have chosen wisely yeah. Uh, yeah. last crusade dog yes last crusade, last crusade yeah. love that what hat like what hat because i remember you know you guys got that's right from because from label. satellite got some like it was a big to deal the big time so what happened like how long did it go why did it burn out what happened you know just give us a fucking rundown Oh, oh, real quick, we got signed over like I think we played like four shows. And we got like a half million dollar record deal and all this stuff. We ended up the label lost distribution. And we ended up signing to another label. Long story short, we went on these tours and 
uh, it just wasn't, I mean, we weren't getting like some of the traction, I guess you call it traction was lost and our singer was married and, you know, we just, we weren't making any money and things were just, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't going as planned, you know, <laughs> that's basically it. And yeah. everyone went their separate ways, man. It was a trip. It yeah, was, yeah. It was, wasn't it, wasn't there something like, wasn't it like, uh, they, they were supposed to put out a record by a certain time and they didn't. And you guys were able to like, keep bail like, out. Like, like the, 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 the Ventura rumor, right. The Ventura it. County rumor was like, yeah. they got, okay. So from satellite got signed, got all this money and, the record label didn't even put out the record and you guys were still able to keep the money because they didn't put out something in like a certain amount of time. Mm. That's wrong, but I'll tell you, it's kind of right. So we get, we get this label deal and our lawyer at the time, he knew, he knew he was dialed into so many record labels and distributors that he knew what was going to happen to this label before we signed. And he told us, he's like, look, you're going to sign an immortal. You're going to get this record deal. They want to sign you. They might lose their distribution deal with Virgin Records. If they do, I got this clause that says you don't have to put out the record and they'll pay you out of the contract. It was crazy. <laughs> yeah. so we, we signed this deal. They end up losing their distribution. We get another check. Boom. And we, we didn't do anything. We, we went to pre-production. It was a wow. trip. Right. So I had these contacts that I knew. Um, um, I knew this guy, Chris Allen, who managed All-American Rejects and all these other big bands, but he used to want to manage No Motive a long time ago, and he managed his band Hotwire. And, and uh, I was like, hey, Chris, like, he heard of us because we got signed, and it was like you know all this buzz and the labels, whatever. So I was like, hey, we got this band from Satellite. He's like, yeah. I'm I'm starting a band with Pat Magnarella who manages Green Day. He owns under Universal. He's like, we'll sign you guys. So we got another record deal. But the thing is, on this other record deal, he's like, we can't pay you any money up front. And we're like, that's cool, dude. Just can you pay for our recording? So because we already had some money, you know, I don't. It was like we don't want any more money. Like right. we've we gotten too much. Want to be a band. Excuse me, we've gotten too much money for not doing shit <laughs> yeah. already. Exactly. Stop I mean, giving I, us money for yeah. not doing anything. But listen, I would take it. But, you know, I was like, just pay for, can you, you know, he's like, so they signed us like a little, a little deal through Universal. And we ended up recording with Matt Hyde, um, this producer who we met him. He did like Slayer and, you know, Pornful Powers. He's cool. I still talk. He's the one who mixed the dad brains, dude. Yeah. 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 So um, we ended up doing recording with him and yeah. And Pat was really cool because um, Pat Magnarella, um, he ran the label and our van broke down I'm like Pat, dude, like I need $5,000, man, like to fix the van and all, I don't know what we're going to do on tour. And he'd send it to us. It yeah. was insane. And yeah, yeah. he, it was crazy because I remember walking to Pat's office and I think it was 2004, 2005. And, um, what is the green day? The big, the big Boulevard of Broken Dreams, the album, uh, uh, um, uh American idiot, American idiot was coming yeah. out. And we went into Pat's office, and um, we're nobody from Satellite. No one knows who we are. Like, right. seriously. Right. He showed us the Green Day demos, dude, and, like, the record. Like, he's like, check this Green Day record's going to come out. Oh, 
I think it's going to come out the same time as your guys is. Yeah, it was around that time. So it's understandable. We didn't get, we weren't on the same label, but he had obviously Green Day and Goo Goo Dolls and All American Rejects and From Satellite. And From Satellite, bro. Come on. Yeah. So, you know, it was, but you know what, man, I look back on it and I'm like, how did I do that? How did we get another record deal? Yeah. Yeah. I'm just like floored. Like, even though we didn't do nothing, like no one knows who we are. A couple people, we sold, you know, maybe a thousand records. I don't know, but like, how? Yeah. Was I in Pat Magnarella's office with these record deals on <laughs> yeah. tour? Like, right? Yeah. Boggles my mind. That's why I'm like, I feel like I'm so fortunate. Like, wow, that is pretty cool. Like, and I almost, I almost like honestly, right now, like, I almost like. I don't want to be like a rock star. I don't want to be on tour. I kind of enjoy my life how it is right now. Yeah. And there's always things I want different, you know, but that's life. But I can imagine being on the road that long right now, dude. Like I'm just, yeah. for it's, me, you know, for me, I'm, it uh, sounds like a nightmare, dude. Yeah. I couldn't, I couldn't do it. I don't think I can't fucking wait. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so you really, you are the living ver- human version of the good luck bear, dude. I mean, really, that's, yeah. you know, all the crazy little things that have happened, you know, for, for a, a band to become signed to a major label, get money, not have to do a fucking thing and then not eat shit in the end over it is like yeah. so fucking rare, yeah. dude. <laughs> it's insane. I'm, you know, my next, my next failure, I'm, I'm doing it. I want to talk about just for like two minutes. I just wrote, I can't really talk. It's not done yet. I wrote this animated TV show, a new oh. cartoon that I wrote with a coworker and we're pitching it like to some studios in June. Nice. So it probably won't go anywhere. I'm just going to throw it out there, but if I have a little luck, it's pretty, it's going to be sick, dude. Dude, that's nice. cool, man. Cool. Sweet. So you just never know. But, and then I yeah. wrote a theme song to it. So I get a, I want to just play music and do stuff like that here and there. And maybe I could add some in there, but you know, who knows? It's All beautiful, right. man. Well, I can't. I can't wait. If you need a uh, angry, loud man on your anime, yeah, let, let us know, know if you need a couple of voices. <laughs> let us know if you need a couple of voices, yeah. dude. And my whole dream, like, if I could write this script and like get mm-hmm. different and have control of it, which I probably won't. Like, like I would just record in studios and have like metal bands and Mexicans. <laughs> I just yeah. want. I'm all over the place in here, music wise. So like. Yeah, I would just love to do that. Kind of stuff. Yeah. Well, let me know. Holler at your boy. It's not going to happen. Keep saying that. And fucking a year later, like, did you see that animated show that Pat's on? Fuck, dude, you did that whole thing, you know? <laughs> see the animated show, the yeah. Good Luck Bear fucking <laughs> Yeah. Anyway. Well, fuck, yeah, man. man. That's awesome, man. Thanks so much again, dude. You're you're amazing. Oh, I, uh, I can't wait to make some music amazing. soon. Yeah, thanks for coming on, man. We appreciate it. Thank you for for having me i appreciate you guys you guys are awesome yeah all right man and i and i mean it and i'm not just saying that craig you know it i know i know you mean it you're always so sweet yeah we appreciate you we'll uh we'll we'll hit the pause and then we'll talk after this yeah all right cool thanks everyone for listening bye thanks later